<clears throat> no Norman Rockwell in the mountains. Every town made of dollar stores and pawn shops, main streets of closed storefronts and courthouses, counties full of closed schools and burnout homes, a region of reclamation, repossession, and rehabs. Families broken and parents not home, community suffering and neighbors leaving, workforce crippled and jobs dying, population hurting and desperation in great supply. Sacrifices forgotten, promises broken, debt unpaid, help undelivered. Miners, hillbillies, slaves, the forgotten. No one thanks them, but instead blame them. No one helps, only pities. No one knows them, only judges them. No one paints the American dream from their front door. There's no goddamn Norman Rockwell in the mountains. Justin Perkins, this is Talk Junkie, and that was a piece called uh, No Norman Rockwell in the Mountains uh, from my new book that hopefully will be out very soon. That's kind of what today's about. Um, I'm in the process of hopefully finishing, uh, I think it's my fourth book, but my second poetry book. That's kind of where my heart has really been. Um, for years and and every ever since the first one come out um i started you know obviously i had stuff stockpiled i didn't feel went in the first one um and and i started writing the second book off of that stuff in which i kind of tossed that stuff aside and started again and and it's not like it has one constant theme but Certain things that kind of fit better together, I've kind of put together. Um, when this book comes out, the reason I'm kind of pushing to finish it right now, like, I mean, I wanted it done at the first of the year. Things happened. I didn't do it. But, you know, I, I never gave myself a deadline on it. And the reason I want it out right now is because there are things in that book that even though they were written a year ago, two years ago, you know, six months ago, they are very, in my opinion, kind of related to what we're going through right now and, and would lend themselves well to to the situation we're currently in. And to me, I like that. I don't need that in a book. You know, if, if I read Poe, obviously, it, it's a very old uh, material but you know the emotion's still there um i don't know that i can tell a story and project emotion um as well as poe i I know i know i can't and and you know take bukowski bukowski's much newer but it's from a different perspective 
all together and, and it's a very different style and I know that to me I can't project that gritty real feel that that Bukowski can so you know it, it's important to, to kind of play to your strengths not sure what mine are but I know one thing that helps any form of literature is if it's either timeless and there's no way to know you know if, if your work's timeless I don't I'm not arrogant enough to believe that mine is, but if it will work very well within a certain time period, if, if there's things in it that people may read at that time and go, okay, I can associate that with, with this, you know, sometimes that may add a little something to the material. <clears throat> I don't know if it, if it would or not, um, but it, it would be fun if it did. It, you know, it would, it would add things to it if it did. I'll give you an example of that. Um, let me get my book here. This was written on 11-20 of 19. Um, it's called Virus. Life that grew and spread to cover all in its path. Designed for replication and growth. One built to persevere and adapt at all costs. A biological form that is vulnerable and weak in ways, yet still able to conquer its habitat. An infection so strong that the host can find no defense. A viral outbreak with no known cure. Virus that fights among itself to allow for growth and resource manipulation. Evolving and changing to stay ahead of its decaying host. A destructive force looking to spread to the farthest reaches of the universe. Science may call it an infection. The universe may consider it a viral outbreak. We call ourselves human. Diagnosis. It's not our existence that is bad. It's what we allow ourselves to be that concerns me. We will continue to grow and change. It's important to understand we can do and be better. We can be better or we can kill everything around us. Once a virus has killed its host, it has, to, it has very few options. We can be the cure for man. We can make ourselves more like a seed and less like a cancer. Now that may, that, that poem may apply somewhat to today. You know, it, it may, people may read it and find security or, or comfort or even disdain for it, but either way, maybe it ties in and, and, and you know, it's, it's almost a year old. <clears throat> it, it's not just that piece, because that piece really is one of the, the ones that are lesser connected, but I don't want to let everything out. Um, but the interesting thing about that piece is, it, you know, I look at it now and I look at it to, to, a, um, to a podcast I did not too long back, uh, about the coronavirus, right at the end of it, I said, you know, what if, what if we're the virus, and the corona's the cure, and things of that nature? It's amazing how those seeds get planted in your head. I went back and rewatched the Matrix, and Agent Smith said something very similar to that. And I thought, maybe, maybe I, maybe I kind of formed that opinion through that. But then I looked at this poem and, and something that was written in my notes. I keep this little. Journal's got drawings and poetry and sometimes little notes and, and something I've got written in the notes that are right at the beginning of this poem 
Uh, th this was written on the 20th. On the 19th, I wrote down this. 90% of Native Americans died by disease caused by interaction with Europeans. We don't, have, we don't even have an immunity to ourselves. Um, so that, that idea has been floating around in my head for a long time, but maybe that makes us somewhat similar in my mind to, to something like this virus, you know. Um, I don't know. It, it's, but, but it's, it's that thought process. And I've got a lot of free time at home right now, which makes it uh, a good time to pursue getting the, the, the book out. I'm not, uh, I am considered essential, but we don't have jobs currently open. It's, it's a long story. So I'm working and then I'm not working and then I am working. And, you know, sometimes it's one day a week. Sometimes it's four days a week. Sometimes it's in a different state. Personally, at this point, I like to be quarantined at the house, so I could motivate and finish the book. I'm to the point now in the book that um, the writing's done. I generally don't like to change poems in particular. Um, the poems do get tweaked here and there. Like, I know, for example, the one I just read you is slightly different in the book version. Um, believe the first one I read stays the same um, but anyway you know I've went through and done most of that uh, I'm really to the point of typing them off from this book or these journals and things I keep typing them from there getting them typed up printing all that out and setting down and something I did not do with the first book with the first book I kind of tried to group things a little bit I kind of just grouped them at first, and then then I thought, well, I kind of like this with this, but there was no context for why that followed that. Anyway, the flow of of the, the pieces to me is, is kind of important, and as important as that is to me, I completely abandoned that in the first book, and, and in the first book I didn't think about flow. So I want to get them all printed out, and this is before all the corrections are made. This is before everything. This is each individual piece printed out, on, as it's on a standalone, then organizing them and getting the flow where I want it. You know, there, there will be large groups of things that work around the same topic, um, you know, things around politics, things around media, things around religion, things about being in Eastern Kentucky, things around drugs, those things. But they, they'll be more linked with things that'll make them flow. There's some things I've typed up that are kind of just like, kind of just like thoughts. They are not necessarily poetry. They're really just, and they're not necessarily essay. They're just here's this thought, and and sometimes that thought would be the catalyst for numerous pieces. <clears throat> so, in setting this thing up and laying it out. That's kind of my desire is to to take and put um, these these thoughts, you know, before a group of things that they influenced, and maybe that'll help the flow. Uh, there's even some things that are just quotes that I thought maybe do the quote if it falls in with things that it flows with. Again, this book could change substantially from where it's at right now point set right now to the point that I get the final copy um, 
I've had a lot of questions about how do I do this? How do I do this? But there's, I, I did a couple podcasts over writing the book and various things about the book. Um, this one's pretty simple. I'm going to do it the way I did the children's book. I'm not shopping this around. I'm not offering this to nobody. I'm not, uh, nobody's going to be interested in it. It's, it's mine. I want to be able to do it how I want. I don't want input on uh, the cover. And should you know, could you maybe talk more about nobody wearing shoes in Eastern Kentucky? Things of that nature. I don't want that input. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to release it myself the way I want to release it. And the avenue by which I'm going to do that is Kindle Direct. Um, granted, I've not been on... They weren't, it was Create Space when I did it, uh, but I've dealt with them because they pay me. They give me that cash um, for myself from the last couple books. And now, the, the, I think the re, yeah, everything that you can get right now as far as Cold Kingdom is coming from Kindle Direct. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool, you know, that I can just deal with them. Uh, I've not dealt with them in a while. I'm hoping it's basically the same setup, but I will get everything ready. Um, I will nail down the title, determine what's going inside. I have a family member that was working on a cover for me, but the book has changed some since then, so I may end up using her cover for a different project, but that's beside the point. Um, What... I'll get all those things together, and then I will make the move to start with Kindle Direct. And, and basically, Kindle Direct does everything for you when you, uh, you know, I mean, not really do everything for you, but everything is so easily laid out, like it's hard, hard to goof up. Okay, had a little issue there, so I hope this is still recording. It's still working right. But that's kind of where I'm at. That's the point. I'm getting ready to go get everything ready, take it to Kindle Direct, and put it out. If you've ever thought about writing a book, it's the only way to go. There's there's no answering to anybody, and it's nowhere near as expensive as these other setups seem to be. Usually when, when I have the book coming out, I'll get on... Um, um, YouTube or something, and I'll, um, I'll read passages and, and things of that nature, and I'll read different, different poems, and, um, I enjoy that, and it's fun, and I'll do that with this, I'm not in this to, to make tons of money, um, it's a good thing I'm not because um, that's not what I do with these. I don't make tons of money. Um, I, I do get to to say things that I want to think about and that maybe some other people will think about. I also get to say things that <clears throat> may not necessarily reflect my views, but they are things that have challenge me to think and hopefully will challenge you to think and then I get to say things that are completely what I believe and completely how I see and um so 
it's it's a good process. I'm excited to be doing it. It is taken away from the podcasting some. I'm not here as much and doing this as much. So I wanted to jump in and do one to do this one that way I could kind of be like, hey, here this is this is why I'm not here as much. This is what I'm doing, uh, and I could throw a couple pieces out. Um, honestly, the stuff that I think's really strong, I'm not going to throw out before the book's out. You know, but the stuff that I think's good that's going in the book that I think would still be neat to share, I will. Um, let's do um, Comfort is Overvalued is the name of this. What a soft seat you have. You put your feet up. I will take care of the rest. Yes, I'm taking some of your things, but not anything important. What a comfortable seat you have. Just Relax. I'm going to take all of your neighbor's things, but no more of yours. What a delightful seat you have. Just sleep now. I'm going to start deciding some things for you, but nothing important. My, how glorious your seat is. You just stay still and calm. I must take your seat. I must take your seat from you and give it to another. You have no choice. You agreed to the terms long ago. But look what a nice floor you have to sit upon. Just lay and be quiet. That one was a little hard to read because I spilt book in this er, water in this particular journal. <laughs> can hardly can hardly read it. Um, I mentioned some of the the little pieces. Now, I don't know which one of these kind of like just. Thought practices or interlude pieces will go in. I don't really know. Um, but this is kind of one of them. It's called uh, 150. Our struggles with social media and its detrimental impact on our relationships are proof to me of the validity of Dunbar's number. Digital connections do not allow for actual physical bonds to be made. This is likely the cause for the ease in which people sever ties and treat others poorly. One day, we should be able to grow and evolve past this current state, a step in evolution that will change what we are as evolution does. To me, this is somewhat sad and troubling. However, that could be the result of weakness not yet evolved out of me. It's not an enjoyable experience being the bridge between yesterday and tomorrow when you don't like the look of tomorrow. Of course, very often, we are unable to appreciate the future. I would still prefer to really know 150 people than have artificial relationships with thousands. Now that that particular little thing, you know, is is no profound work by any means. None of this is, but it could be used to kind of lead into other things. Uh, I'll give you an example. Coming from that, you could go to... From that, you could go to something like Tulpa. Carefully crafted and cultivated from its conception. Shaped and molded with care. Built with work and pride. Design every aspect with a desire to impress and cause envy. Perfect. Perfect pictures. Perfect post. Perfect person. Create. Create the imagined profile. Create the imagined life. Create the imagined person. Build. Build the fake interest. Build the fake life. Build the fake you. 
become. Become the artificial. Become the designed. Become the topa built from an algorithm. See, you could easily come from, from that something like 150 because it somewhat has, you know, an electronic feel to it, to something like that. Um, there's another piece very, well, not very similar, I don't guess, but in the same vein, maybe, as um, as 150, and and it, it, will, it will definitely be um, a lead-in. And, and there's other things, just, you know, things like random thoughts I've had. Um, parody is dead due to the birth of modern people who refuse to be wrong despite their ignorance, or... I don't embrace the idea that we are intelligent uh, and superior to all other life due to our ability to impact and change our environment. I would argue instead that our willingness and desire to change our environment at any cost is a sign of lesser intelligence. So I don't know where things like that will will pop in there. Um, I don't know. But um, this is kind of the opportunity to give you guys guess what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and where I'm at. We'll end with this. A young boy reads through a children's book. As he looks at the pictures of the farm, his mind works. He wonders why all the pictures are the same. He sees no pictures of fields without fences. Animals living free and unrestricted. You can't grow more open spaces but you can build more fences for the fields. Herd in the open-minded like rats in a cage. Quarantine the free thinkers so contamination isn't allowed. You can't manufacture hope in a factory, but you can build more prisons if you find new slaves. Keep contained the non-conformists before they infect the masses. You cannot buy genius, but you can build more servers. Throw out all the books in the libraries and room you will have. Burn the pages and you can decide what history says. Cannot stop progress. Fueled by money, but you can slow it if you stand before the machines. Stand tall in the path of their march. Bleed at their feet so as to infect its power. They can't grow more open spaces, but they can build more fences can't make innocence new again, but they can build more fences. You can't change your past, only your future, but they can build more fences. Stand up now or fall in line and start building fences.
Was your dog born to dash and dance? This holiday season, find out where all that energy comes from with an Embark Dog DNA Kit. Discover your dog's unique breed mix by screening for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Developed by veterinarians, give your dog the best care with the highest rated dog DNA test. Order now for the best deal of the year. Save $64 on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. That's promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. 